The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Well, uh, another tough one for the Bengals this weekend. I'm Matt Minnick. This is Bengals Shock Talk on Orange and Black Insider. Uh, really in control of this game for much of the game. Uh, definitely, you know, had the uh, had the Steelers up against it for a little bit, and uh, you know, really had a had a chance throughout the game, uh, but just could not uh, couldn't finish it out, couldn't close it out. Uh, in the aftermath, we've got Andy Dalton coming back. Uh, you know, would have been nice to see him in the second half. Uh, you know, maybe maybe that would have sparked a little bit of something, but uh, not not what happened, not what we got. Uh, but making that change, going back to Dalton uh, at this point, moving on from Finley, would have been a huge opportunity. I think Zach Taylor needs a win, you know, and I think people talk about getting the first pick. Well, we've got a two-game lead on that right now, so that's not really a concern at the moment. Uh, but you know, it's, there's more than just players. Uh, there, there's culture, and really, you know, it's it's creating a winning culture and, and you know having uh, a high expectation, really. So I think that Taylor really needs a win. Uh, he needs that, so the team will continue to buy on him. So the front office and ownership will continue to be bought in on him, uh, and to get a little bit of momentum and some. You know some positive uh, feelings going into the off season. Uh, they they really need that. You know they need something to hold on to. Uh, quarterbacks need to be able to win games, and I think that's a big conversation we have when, when we're looking at drafting uh, a quarterback in the, at the top of the draft potentially. Uh, but head coach has to win games too, and even when you've got a lot of injuries, when you're down and out, when the roster's a little bit rough, uh, you've got to be able to figure out how to win some of these close games because guess what, you know, when the roster is built up, uh, when you're stacked, you're going to have tough games still, you know, but instead of uh, being a depleted Steelers team, uh, it's going to be uh, a, a loaded Ravens team or, or a loaded Patriots team uh, or one of these other teams. So it's really important, you know, they've got to get it. And for Taylor being able to beat Pittsburgh, uh, I mean, that particularly would have been huge because I, I think that's a, that's a big monkey on, on the backs of the Bengals uh, not being able to beat Pittsburgh um, and, you know, being able to check that one off right away and, and set, 
a standard set of tone there would have been huge. Uh, you know, some more opportunities coming up. Uh, Jets coming up this week. There's going to be two opportunities still against the Browns. Uh, you know, I'm, and it's not the same as beating the Steelers uh, historically, but, you know, getting that win uh, against the in-state rival would definitely be a big thing uh, and, and help to set the tone a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they got to get that. So, you know, one of the big things that happened uh, in this game, and actually let me take a step back. Uh, so there was a, a tweet about, uh, you know, Lou Anarumo. I'm screwing up names left and right today, but uh, basically stating that, well, if we're, you know, one thing we're doing well on defense is red zone defense. Um, and, you know, that, of course, got some negative uh, negative feedback. Well, they're not even getting into, the, you know, they don't even have to get into the end zone. They're scoring. Uh, so I decided to take a look at that. Uh, and looking at the big plays, uh, there was definitely a big play this weekend against the Steelers uh, that really, you know, was the game. You know, the, the Steelers' only touchdown came on a 79-yard reception from James Washington. Um, you know, they, they talk about getting a big bump from Hodges coming in. It didn't really happen. I mean, they got one big play uh, that we'll talk about in a second. Um, big play, big touchdown. You know, they're getting, getting a couple other field goals. Uh, I think one of those drives, they got one first down. They just had the ball in really good field position. Um and the other one, uh, they only got into field goal position uh, because of a couple of penalties. Uh, they they didn't uh, they barely gained any yards uh, on the drive. Um, these are things that in my key plays uh, film room for this week, you will see uh, on Cincy Jungle I'll break down all those plays specifically uh, and and the impact they had on the game. Uh, but now we're going to go a little bit more in depth on that touchdown. So uh, it was the third quarter. Uh, it was their second drive of the third quarter, uh, but they they just pulled Mason, uh, brought in Duck, and they went second and 17. Uh, so, you know, they don't do anything on this play. There's a good chance they're going to be punting. They're not going to come away with anything. Uh, you know, second and 17, back on their own 21-yard line. Uh, it was a bunch formation uh, with one receiver spread out wide uh, opposite the bunch. Uh, and the quarterback in the backfield with with tailback uh, alongside him. So we're going to see in a second, you know, uh, what this relates to. But the Bengals have had problems all year in the secondary in the middle of the field. And what happens here uh, is they've got both corners playing deep, and they've got free safety Jesse Bates uh, playing on the dig route, you know, playing playing in the middle, not the deep middle. Uh, so. You know, essentially, it's a it's an inverted cover two. Uh, looks like cover three right away, but Bates does not take a single step back. Um, you know, for an inverted form of cover two, the corners are are, are really too wide. Uh, you know, it's not man. You know, they're they're not in man. You can see at the at the top, uh, Jackson has a receiver. His receiver, uh, you know, runs to the out. He keeps working backwards. Uh, you know, Webb works back. And as his receiver, James Washington, goes to the post, he is kind of mirroring him, but he's staying outside and deep, uh, as you would do in cover three. So essentially, you know, they're playing like an inverted cover two, but it's essentially cover three without a safety. Um, and it, it's hurt him before, and we're going to see that in a minute. But, uh, you know, not good. There's nothing there. Uh, so as Washington starts to cross, you know, Jackson keeps dropping back. 
So he is aware of that. He starts to work over, uh, but he works too high on it. There's nobody underneath and nobody in the middle of the field. Uh, Webb doesn't have any kind of leverage on it because he's playing the outside. I don't think that's his problem. I think that's a schematic problem. Uh, and then, you know, because of the angle that Jackson's coming in at, Washington is able to cut underneath him and pick up some serious yardage afterwards. Uh, Jackson, you know, Jackson loses his footing. Webb is in pursuit. Uh, of course, the infamous stiff arm knocks him away, and he falls down as well. Um, and and that's it. I mean, that, that's all she wrote. And, you know, really, essentially, that was the game right there. Uh, so big, you know, big scheme issue that I have. Uh, definitely, you know, not not a good look for the Bengals defense. Uh, but, you know, I can't put it on a player. I, I, I don't know why there's not somebody defending the middle of the field. And when I can't understand the rules of a defense from looking at it, or at least have a vague concept of how they're supposed to cover something, it's not good. Uh, you know, I should be able to at least figure it out, uh, you know, even if I don't necessarily love it. But, um, you know, why, uh, you know, why they're doing that, leaving the middle of the field open. Um, you know, another thing of note there is Bates, you know, he's playing on that dig route, but they've still got two middle linebackers there. And those guys don't really gain any width. So as that tight end runs that dig route, he is surrounded by Bengals defenders. Uh, so it's second and 17 and, you know, the Bengals are just all over a 12 yard dig to a, to Vance McDonald, um, and, <laughs> and letting that, the post run deep. Um, so I don't get it. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense to me, uh, you know, why they would be doing something like that. I mean, just, just take Bates and put him back there. I mean, and it, it, cause everything else is cover three. Um, you know, everything else is cover three. The four guys underneath are playing uh, cover three, essentially. So you put him underneath there. There's no play. Um, they they don't have that. You know, maybe they go to the to the deep out, which, uh, you know, Jackson can play a little bit tighter on. You know, they go uh, out to the flat or something, but they're not scoring a 79-yard touchdown on that stuff. Um, so not a, not a good look. And really, you know, it, it's these big plays. Um, I think this Bengals defense can play pretty tough. Uh, despite some, you know, some personal issues they have. Um, I think they can play pretty tough and they can grind out games, but it is these big plays uh, that that are a killer. Um, so as we move forward here, uh, I'm going to look at every touchdown uh, of 25 yards or more throughout the season. Uh, so a little bit deeper than, you know, I think traditionally people talk about the red zone as being like the 20 in. Um, if I did the 20 in, there would have been um, – uh, you know, there would have been uh, a couple plays uh, that would have made that list uh, that didn't hear. But um, we're going to look at the 25 in. And throughout the year, you know, we're in week 12 uh, now, or we were in week 12. Uh, so they had played 11 games. Uh, and in those 11 games, uh, there were nine plays uh, that were touchdowns uh, of, of 25 yards or more. That one, of course, 79-yard uh, pass to James Washington uh, and eerie similarities uh, between that play and the first big touchdown play of the season back in week one against the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, so going back to week one against the Seattle Seahawks, it was the same problem uh, that gave up a big 44-yard touchdown to Tyler Lockett in that game. Uh, so 
you know, once again, you, you start and you look at the linebackers. Uh, and when I say linebacker, I really mean, any, you know, anybody playing underneath. Uh, but they are they look like they're playing cover three, you know, and you've got uh, Sean Williams in the flats one side. You got the nickel corner uh, uh, BW Webb getting to the flat on the other side. And again, you've got Jesse Bates abandoning the middle of the field. You know, the ball is snapped. He actually steps forward, hopping along, playing on that dig, on that crossing route. And here, it's a receiver spread out. It's Lockett, releases inside a web, and right up the seam. So the only players that the Bengals have deep are Drake or Patrick, who's not really gaining depth at the same rate as, as we saw the, the corners uh, in the Steelers game. And opposite him, uh, it, William Jackson. So... Really, again, the, the middle of the field is wide open. These corners are way too wide for it to be any sort of inverted two. And really, with an inside releasing slot receiver, uh, even you know in cover two, you'd want your Mike linebacker uh, to run with it, you know, like a Tampa two look. Um, in this sort of look, the adjustment that would make sense to me would be to have Bates see that and run run vertically with it. Uh, but he runs, you know, right up the sideline and uh, excuse me, right up the middle of the field. And this is a, a game, first game of the year, and the Bengals lost by one point. Uh, and, you know, there you go. You know, even if they, they move it and they get into field goal range, I mean, that, that's a big play on that drive. Um, the first play of the fourth quarter, um, you know, huge play for them. Um, and, you know, it, it didn't have to happen. Uh, again, uh, schematic issue here. Uh, you know, whatever they're trying to do, like I said, it looks like an inverted cover two or some sort of adjustment they're making in cover three, uh, you know, and adjust to uh, the deep dig. But you've got to be able to account for the middle of the field there. Um, I mean, that's that's bad. And, and we've seen it and we've seen it multiple times now how, how it's uh, how it's getting you. You know, that's a one point game there against Seattle. And, you know, that was a, a six point game against uh, the Steelers this weekend. Uh, and there you go. There are those points. So, you know, the Bengals have been in a lot of close games this year. You know, they're they're playing in close games. They're not figuring out how to win those things. And these big plays uh, are going to make a difference in a lot of those big games. So we'll transition now and go to a game that wasn't close uh, a week later against the San Francisco 49ers. So the Niners uh, struck fast. And in the first quarter, uh, they had a couple of big plays. Uh, really, you know, set the tone and started to run away with that thing uh, in the Bengals' home opener back in Week Three. Uh, so they came out, uh, you know, in, in another uh, bunch look. Uh, this time with a tight end though uh, against the Bengals, uh, and then did a little bit of uh, motion uh, to an eye back set and ran a boot. Uh, so boot, you know, with with boot comes some adjustments, and you know the Bengals are. Uh, you know, adjusting the coverage, making those reads. You see uh, Nick Vigil. Uh, Nick Vigil plays the run, and then he stays in the running back for the throwback. All right, so, you know, good to good to see that's something he should be doing. It does look like a cover one look, so it's probably his responsibility, whether it's play action or not. Uh, but Vigil is all over that. Uh, you know, also up at that second level, you know, Preston Brown playing the run right away. Uh, and... As he's playing the run and starts to adjust with the, with the quarterback, somebody runs right by him, and that is um, that is uh, Marquise Goodwin. So uh, runs right by him. Uh, you know, Brown's almost like trying to get rid of him, like he's being blocked. 
Um, you know, not that that should be the matchup here, uh, but that is the Bengal that you know is really in the closest proximity to anything. So uh, Goodwin drags across the formation and then heads up the field. Uh, and this is, you know, if you look at the uh, Tyler Eifert, excuse me, uh, Tyler Boyd uh, fumble this week, uh, that was essentially what this play is. So he gets open on this, right? Uh, Jackson is out of the picture. Like I said, it looks like it's a cover one look. Jackson is running with the tight end Kittle across the field. Uh, you know, that is a deep dig crossing route. What does Bates do with crossing routes? He jumps those crossing routes. Uh, so that's where Bates is. He's out of the picture. Uh, and there's nobody left on that side of the field. Uh, so wide open, long touchdown. Now, hey, they got him on that one. Uh, you know, you know, honestly, this is week two. This is a new defense. And this is, uh, you know, this is a, a, a tricky little, little play here. Um, I can't really begrudge the, uh, the coaching staff on the outcome of that one. And the next one, you know, isn't uh, isn't a schematic issue either. Uh, you know, again, just uh, just a few minutes later uh, against the 49ers, uh, it's a tailback screen. Uh, the Bengals are running a, a two deep four under zone blitz. Uh, they send their nickel uh, web coming off the edge, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, just kind of the, the timing of it with his, where his position was. He, he could have been in a good position to stop this if they were – you know, running uh, really any kind of other base type coverage. Uh, so they throw the screen out there. Uh, you know, there's nobody really right away. Um, you know, you've got a missed tackle. Uh, Jackson being blocked by the receiver, he gets off those a missed tackle. You've got really a missed tackle um, from Preston Brown in the middle of the field. Uh, Bates can't get off the block fast enough. Also kind of, you know, not necessarily taking a great angle either. Um you know, so not not a good look uh, all around for for those guys. Um, you know, and, they, and again, that, that ties into the, the issues that they were having last year with open field tackling. Uh, I think that was, you know, my opinion, the biggest problem that the defense had in 2018 was when passes were completed, they weren't um, they weren't rallying, making tackles uh, on those things right away. They were missing tackles in the open field. Um, and definitely, uh, you know, a, a huge contributing factor to what happens on this play. Uh, lack of ability to to rally to the ball, uh, take your proper angle, disengage from blocks, and to uh, to make that tackle and make that play. And it hurt. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so we've seen a 44-yard touchdown pass to Lockett in week one. In week two, there was a 38-yard touchdown pass and a 39-yard touchdown pass. And, of course, the most recent time uh, that we played the Steelers, there was that 79-yard touchdown pass. Um, Earlier in the year, uh, they faced a similar issue. Uh, It was a different coverage, uh, but uh, still, the middle of the field got them. Uh, in an earlier game against the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to the tone of 43 yards uh, to Deontay Johnson. So a uh, bunch set, and 
they uh, ran a crossing pattern with really only getting two receivers out into the route initially. Uh, you guess check downs from a couple other uh, players in there. Uh, but you've got a dig and you've got kind of a deeper, almost bender, more, more of a bender than a, a um, true post route coming over the top of it. Uh, so in that look, you know, they did, uh, they weren't in a cover one look, or at least what appeared to be a cover one look. Uh, William Jackson matched up on Juju Smith-Schuster, who ran the dig, uh, and he runs with him. You know, he runs with him, and he's playing man. Uh, now, Bates is playing in the deep middle of the field, uh, not jumping that route right away. Uh, he is backpedaling, uh, but then the two routes cross, and the direction Bates is heading is towards that dig. All right, that's that, that's what he does start to break uh, in the direction of that dig route. Now, that could be okay uh, because you're playing man-to-man, uh, but Kirkpatrick is in man coverage with Johnson, uh, and he he fades off. You know, So uh, it looks like he gets there and thinks he's on, in cover three and that he has to fade off and that somebody else is going to pick that up. Um from what he's doing, because he does kind of start to fade off, and then it's like he realizes, and says, you know, uh-oh, uh, and starts to run it down. So either way, I mean, big play, 43-yard touchdown. Um, you know, that particular matchup with the Steelers was not as close. Um, but, you know, obviously a big game and a, and a momentum swing. You know, the, the offense wasn't doing much in that first matchup against the Steelers, uh, but the defense had been hanging in there pretty well in the first half. Uh, of that game and you know in earlier in the third quarter they gave up a, a long drive you know, uh, you know towards the beginning of, of the quarter um, and then there was there was uh, this play uh, so you know those those points added up obviously and, and it ends up being a, a 27 to 3 game um, so you know does that one play mean that much in the big circuit of things not necessarily but um Again, you know, these sort of things are happening too much. Uh, and uh, just as we saw last week, uh, you know, it can be a momentum swing. It can have an impact uh, where, you know, you, you've got to be able to keep coming up with these stops. I think the Bengals defense was in a bad situation because of the offense, in particular in this game where the offense was uh, getting three and outs left and right in the first half. The defense was on the field a lot. Um, and, you know, those are definitely things that come into account. Uh, but, I mean, it's no excuse. You know, they've they've got to make the plays they've got to make, and you know, they've if they're asked to go out there for sixty minutes, they got they got to be able to go out there for sixty minutes, and they can't be giving up these big plays, these easy shots to wide open receivers, um, as you know we see once again here in the Steelers matchup. All right, so the next play uh, came at Wembley uh, in the matchup against the Rams, and. Zach Taylor's uh, old old mentor, of course. So the Rams had driven down the field, uh, and they were on the 31-yard line. We're going to have a 31-yard touchdown to Josh Reynolds. So what happens here? Uh, they come out, and they're in an eye backfield. Uh, and the Bengals are going to play cover one to this eye look. Then they shift. They move the tight end over. Uh, one of the backs goes out to that same side so there's uh two receivers uh and a tight end uh, on one side and the other back goes out to the other side so we've got twin receivers uh to the top of the field so the bengals adjust uh and they get a body on a body 
Uh, and, you know, you, you do see a little bit of, you know, uh, higher level thinking with, uh, you know, Sean Williams really realizing that he should be matched up on a tight end, gets out and covers a tight end. We get Vigil uh, on a tight end as well. So there were really two tight ends because the guys lined up at fullback uh, was, was Higby. Um, or it might have been Everett. Either, either way, Higby and Everett are both in the field there. Uh, so they get Vigil and they get um, Sean Williams lined up on those guys. Now that leaves, uh, because of the personnel they have on the field, they have three linebackers on the field. Uh, you know, matching up with the with the two tight ends, uh, so that leaves two corners and linebacker to uh, to cover the remaining receivers, uh, which is two receivers and the running back uh, Henderson, who has motioned out. So here's where where things go wrong. Uh, Henderson motions out wide, and William Jackson stays on Henderson, while Jermaine Pratt, the rookie, comes out and covers Josh Reynolds. Uh, arguably the fastest, you know, receiver the Rams have, uh, man to man. So not a good matchup, not the matchup that the Bengals want here. I do not blame rookie Jermaine Platt, who had not played very much at this point in the season for this, uh, mistake. This is 1000% on William Jackson, uh, you know, our, our lockdown shutdown corner who needs to realize that, you know, and needs to realize he's been around for a couple of years. He's a veteran. Uh, he needs to realize that, and he needs to get Pratt out on that running back and cover the inside receiver. Uh, he can make that adjustment. He's got to be able to figure that out. Uh, this is a cover, you know, a cover one look. It's a man look. So it's not, you know, if it was cover three and he was dropping back, then he wouldn't do it. I, you know, I, I get it because Pratt can't be expected to do the things that he does. Uh, but because Pratt can't be expected to do the things that he does, he has got to cover that receiver in, in, in the slot. And as you watch this play and you see how you see how even, you know, Sean Williams plays, you know, with his back pedal staying with that tight end who's uh, spread out, you know, you can see just the, his understanding of, of man coverage technique and how to play that on a receiver uh, from Sean Williams, who is a, is a safety and not somebody, you know, we, we think about as being a man coverage guy all the time. Um, and Pratt gets out there, and Pratt's just doesn't know how how to match up with that. He, he he's not that's not what he practices every day, um, you know. So being in that situation is a little bit different for him, and it's a bad matchup for him. Uh, so yeah, Reynolds Reynolds uh, you know gets a step on him. He's right up the seam. Um, Bates is a little bit lost again against cover one. So maybe maybe Jesse Bates could could bail him out. Uh, Bates is favoring the other side. You know, golf. Uh, Jared Goff does look there initially, but don't really see much of an adjustment from Bates to get back and make a play on that. Uh, and that's a that's a thirty-one yard touchdown pass for the Rams there at Wembley. All right, so both of these plays in the Rams game came in the second quarter, and this was a this was a two score game. You know, the Bengals lost this game twenty-four to ten. So. You know, you think about it, you take away these two big plays. Um, you know, that one, they were in the red zone. If they can hold them to a field goal there and, you know, they prevent a score on on this drive, um, you know, we're talking about a three-point game. You know, all of a sudden that becomes another close one that they have an opportunity to win. Uh, the next one, it came on the very next drive, uh, and we are looking at a 65-yard touchdown pass to Cooper Cup. Uh, so, what happens here? I mean, we've got a jet motion. They hand it off. They run a reverse off that, and then they flip it back to Goff. Um, 
And, you know, he gets rid of the ball actually relatively quickly for, for all of that. Cause honestly, normally these plays kind of annoy me because I'm thinking, why is this guy not sacked? Why is one of the, why are one of these people not tackled? Um, more so with flea flickers where it's in the middle of the field, but here as he's stretching out, it's a little bit different. So you know, the Bengals linebackers get a little bit jumbled up, but honestly, they're not too bad. You know, in the secondary, they stay uh, pretty disciplined. Um, Bates kind of runs over away from where the ball ends up going. Um, and you've got two guys on one guy over there where uh, Higby runs up the middle of the field and probably should be the throw here uh, because there's nobody left in the middle of the field. Um so, you know, that happens. Uh, now, Webb uh, is on the bottom of the, of the, uh, of the field. Uh, he's the guy, you know, Cup was the guy that got the jet motion, and then he wheels around. Uh, it's going to be Webb in that, in that field zone. Webb is there. You know, they hitch it up for the throw. There's no way Webb can make a play on the ball. Uh, but then, you know, Turf Monster gets him. You know, he he's, he's falls on his face, and there's nothing else there. Um, so... You know, it'd be nice to see somebody be able to run him down. Uh, nobody's really that close, uh, but there are a couple guys with an opportunity. You know, Jackson gets in and around there, but it, it's kind of it's too late to get to hit on him. But he still gets into the end zone. Um, but overall, I mean, you know, again, trick play. They got us, uh, and you know, guy guy falling down. These these sorts of things happen. Um, but you know, you definitely want to see uh, a defense that can rally to the ball on these things and it's not like this was a, a deep uh, deep pass completed or anything you know they did have an opportunity to to take some angles to to get there because this thing was completed underneath and they were not uh able to do that all right so we actually kind of bounced forward a little bit there um wanted to talk about all the pass plays all together there are still two run plays uh that went for uh touchdowns of 24 25 yards are or more against the Bengals. Uh, and the first uh, was Chase Edmonds in week five. Again, another close game. You know, so this is a big play in the fourth quarter of a game that the Bengals ended up losing by three points. Uh, so another close game against staying on top of these things can create, you know, opportunities. Uh, so as many of you are aware, I absolutely hate toss out of the shotgun. So, uh, annoys me even more when the Bengals get burned on something like that. But that's exactly what this is. They're in a bunch formation. They do a little jet motion and uh, they toss the ball out there to Edmonds. So, you know, looking at the beginning of the play, what's with the jet motion? Uh, You're taking a blocker out of there. Well, yeah, you're taking a blocker out of there. But what else are you doing? You're taking a defender out of there. And you're shortening that edge because that's the widest defender. You know, in the bunch, uh, you've got to be aware of the toss as a possibility. So even though a corner is playing man, uh, even though he's a he's a pass defender, you know, in, in that situation, not really thinking about the run, uh, he's still going to align a little bit wider, you know, just kind of the way that they they play that stuff. Um, when the receiver motions and it gets Jackson out of there, uh, it it opens up that edge because Webb, who's the nickel, does not really bump out any wider. Uh, he stays pat. He stays where he's at. So the jet motion uh, shortens the edge. They're going to pull the guard and tackle. Um, and the tackle is going for Webb, who is now the widest guy. Uh, you know, gets out there and gets in front of him. Uh, and then uh, the guard comes around for Preston Brown. 
I actually like where Preston Brown's fitting on this thing. He's getting out, he's getting out wide, and he's the guy that forces this to come back. Uh, so Brown does a good job on this play. Um, I like where he fits. The big issues that I have uh, are with Nick Vigil and Clayton Fedgelin. Uh So Fedgelin was getting blocked by by uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Right, he's a receiver out there. He's got a down block on him. He's got to fight. He's got to get off that, and he's got to he's, he's got to do more uh, to get involved in this. Um, don't get blocked by a receiver. You know what I mean? Uh, Vigil is just too slow on the backside. And he ends up getting back uh, blocked by the backside guard. You know, this is a fast developing play. It's a toss, even though it's not a shotgun, so it's not as fast as it could be. Uh, he's got he's to get out there. And he goes that guard, get up on him, and, and he gets blocked. So that puts him in a really bad spot there. And definitely, uh, you know, don't, don't like what we're seeing there. So Fedger's going to get off there. He got a missed tackle from Bates. Um, and then good effort. From Kirkpatrick, uh, but I don't. I hate his angle. Uh, he's running really across the formation trying to make make this tackle, uh, and he should be what we call the home run player on that. Uh, so you know, you think about like uh, it's not really a home run; it's the guy that prevents the home run, like Bo Jackson running up the wall. You know what I mean? Um, that's kind of what I think about with that. So you know, with Kirkpatrick, as that starts to break, he's running straight across the formation. He's got to be running to the pylon and taking a deeper angle to prevent the touchdown. He's not going to make this tackle for a game of 10. He's got to be preventing this play, taking that angle to push that side guy out, out of bounds, you know, and, and hopefully have a goal line stand. You know, he pushes him out of bounds around the five-yard line or something. So, um, you know, that's that, that's higher-level stuff. You know, that's, that's a coaching point that the corners will work on. Certainly not the big problems here. Um, you know, to me, it's Fed has got to get out that block, and Vigil shouldn't even be getting blocked. Uh you know, he's taking a step forward because of the motion. That kind of holds him for a second, um, which especially early in the year was a big issue that, that uh, he and Preston Brown were having uh, with motions really affecting them and slowing them down. Uh, but, yeah, he's got he's to go faster on that play. Uh, I really, you know, it's him and Fetch. they got to make the play. All right. Uh, so that brings us to the last uh, play in the first 12 weeks of the season, first 11 games here anyway. Um, there was a touchdown of 25 yards or greater. And, you know, you're looking at the screen right now, uh, and, and you may know, and you probably know anyway, because uh, there's one that's fresh in all of our minds, one that will be playing on highlight reels for years and years to come. Uh, so, you know, it is week 10 against the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson's 47-yard touchdown run. Um, so this is definitely one that hurt, and, I've, and I've, one of my issues with scheme has been about option responsibilities and, and how those things are played, um, and you know that's what happens here. Uh, we have a zone read. Uh, there were people questioning, well, Dunlap shouldn't be looking at the running back. Well, Dunlap should be tackling the running back, actually. So I have no, no problem whatsoever with Carlos Dunlap on this play. Um, you know, if anything, I would like him to be bending harder and actually tackle that guy. So this is not Dunlap's play to make. Uh, he shows great effort throughout the play. He looks to come back to it. Um, he's one of the last guys chasing him uh, towards the end zone, uh, but that's not his play. Whose play is it? It's Jermaine Pratt's play. Uh, you know, and, and you can see uh, it's a, you know, it's a gap exchange situation here. So Dunlap's got to bend. 
Pratt comes around. They know this, you know, uh, they know their responsibility and they know what they're supposed to do. Pratt's coming up and he's where he should be. Um, and he holds the leverage he should, but that blocker coming around affects him enough, you know, looks to cut him, doesn't actually cut him, but gets him out wide and opens up a big, big gap. Now we've got Nick Vigil. Nick Vigil steps to the place I read away, but now his eyes are caught on the running back. He's staring at the running back. He's moving that direction. He's moving the wrong way. You know, Vigil's the next one that can really impact this thing and come and, and fill in that gap, and he is nowhere to be found. Uh, again, we've got attacking problems in the open field from Jesse Bates. Um, you know, so that's the next thing. You know, that's turning it from a, a pretty big play into a big play and a touchdown. You know, Bates uh, needs to make this tackle. So missed tackle from Bates. Vigil's in pursuit. Another missed tackle from Vigil. Um, you know, not not good, you know. Still missing tackles in the open field. Lamar's a freak. I get it. Uh, you know, it's got to be more sound up front, more sound, you know, from the beginning of the play in order to be uh, on top of these things to take care of those things. So um, that's it, you know, and, and those are the big plays that we have seen against this defense this year uh like i said i think that they can play tough i think that they can grind out some games but then they give up way too many of these plays uh, way too many of these big time plays um and so they've got to they've got to do a better job uh because some of the things are, are schematic some of the things are, are fundamental you know tackling things like that um they've got to work those things out uh if this team's going to be able to really you know compete at a uh, at a high level you know, in, in years to come uh, under Leonard Morano. So um, that's, uh, you know, that's going to be it for this week. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have a conversation uh, about, uh, about you know, the, the following week and what's going on uh, after we get through the Jets. So the Jets definitely an opportunity to get the win, although they are on a streak. They've won three in a row. Um, some of their struggles earlier in the year, we're with the quarterback out sick. Uh, so we'll see what that team is all about, but definitely an opportunity to get that first win, to knock that off. And hopefully we are all feeling better about life and we're all in here uh, having, um, you know, having fun next week. So um, just laughing at myself for the fact that I feel like every week I'm saying, hey, hopefully we're talking about a win next week. Uh, I got to figure out a new way to sign off. But anyway, uh, hey, thanks for grinding it out. Thanks for being a true fan and sticking with this team uh, through a lot of thick and very little thin. And uh, But we're going to be here. You know, we're going to be here, and it, it's going to get turned around. And we're going to be the ones that, that, uh, that were there the whole time. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for following. You can find me on Twitter, at Coach Minnick. If you do not already, I tweet out a lot of video clips. Also, my work, I've referenced some of it already on Cincy Jungle, but you probably already know that as well. So thank you for coming by, and we will see you next week. And mainly, stay close. Yeah, we coming forward with sours. Yeah, we coming forward with sours.